0: Welcome, welcome back to the Digital Pen Pals Podcast. This is episode 6, right Zach? Yes, episode 6. Can you believe it? I seriously cannot believe this. I like went to create the folders for this today and I was like, okay, do an episode, what, 4 or 5? And then I'm like, wait, we already recorded those. So (laughs) it's a... it's pretty surreal that we've done six of these things. These, these yeah, things.
1: if you think about that, like, quantifiably, that's six weeks of doing something each week. That's actually really good. <laughs> that's yeah. the most I think I've ever gone with anything making stuff online, really.
0: Yeah, pretty pretty consistent, I think. I I used to do a podcast with my buddy Jackson, and we, we got, like, I think n- nine weeks in, but we, like, missed a few weeks between there, so... I, I, I don't want that to happen to this, because this podcast has a purpose, and that one was kind of just for fun. um. But yes, welcome. We are the Digital Pen Pals. I'm Lincoln, and I got my uh, my friend Zach here. We're, we, we do this thing together, and uh, we have a good time, and we talk about art. So today, um, in the spirit of the new year still, and uh just, just recent events in me and Zach's life, we're gonna be talking about new mediums, uh stretching yourself and 3D printing. So Zach, what did uh what did we get in these last few weeks?
1: I did sort of a good, great, horrible, terrible thing. And um because I, of certain I, events I pushed
0: you to do this. I pushed you
1: to do this. Well not really. Like I pushed myself, but I gave myself the excuse to to go ahead and do it. So um you had
0: recently got something for
1: Christmas Yes, um, I got
0: the Ender 3 Pro. It's a 3D printer for Christmas, and I was having yes. a great time with it. And
1: um, it had re-sparked the, like, the imagination and like excitement that I had for 3D printing years ago, because when it first kind of came out, started becoming more of like, hey, you could actually get one for your house. So I was like, that's sick. I want one. Then I looked at the price tag, and I was like, oof. I don't know if I want to spend that much money on something that I just don't know much about. And so I've been watching like videos on and off on YouTube, and then I eventually uh, got one because I was like, hey, you really like yours, and I was watching your TikToks of making things, and I was like, man, I really want to freaking do that. That's awesome, and now I actually know somebody who like has one and can recommend a printer, basically, because I've seen the stuff that comes off the printer. I, was, I felt more comfortable purchasing one, and so, um, yeah. I finally got the same exact printer that, that Lincoln has and I, I love it. It's, it's so fun. It, it does have its challenges, but um, it's it's like such a fun like little hobby to get into. And it makes me feel just so, it gives me such like fascination. Um, like, I don't know, I've only had it like a week and I've, I've printed so many things with it. And I've even printed things that actually go onto to the printer to, to, to improve the printer itself, which is kind of insane.
0: Yeah, if you want to see the stuff that me and Zach have made, go check out our TikToks, because we've been kind of spamming them with 3D printing stuff. Oh, yeah. I feel bad for our, for our followers, but... Yeah, yeah I'm like, yes, I'm, a, I'm an account <laughs> that does cute drawings and pins and stickers, and then it's like, just kidding. Here's 7 million 3D printing videos. <laughs> yep. Um, but but uh, one person had described 3D printing to me uh, in a very interesting and accurate way. He said it's a marriage of the left and right side of your brain, because you have to be creative... And then you have to, to do things logistically and logically to, like, get everything set up right and make sure all the machinery is working right. And, and uh, I thought that was really cool.
1: Yeah, I think, I think part of being creative is, like, this is what I've learned a lot in school I was repeated and pounded in our heads. Especially my last couple semesters of college, I took, like, you know, um, an art business class and stuff like that. And the teachers would always be like, you know, cause they're not babying us anymore. Cause we're, we're getting closer to graduation. and You know, those were like the required classes for like the seniors or the juniors basically of college. And they're like, you know, when people hire you, they hire you to be, um, someone who solves problems. You're, you're not an artist. You're a problem solver. Like, yes, there's being creative, but you are literally a problem solver you're trying to find a visual way to represent what the client wants. Or in this case, like if it's just personal art, what you want, you're trying to solve that problem all the time. And um, if something doesn't work, you have to kind of find your way around it. And I think for me, I found that too when I was growing up and I, I started, you know, for example, doing like videos and just making silly, silly videos on my old YouTube channel when I was like just starting out in high school and a little bit throughout high school i made these just cheesy videos um but it was a lot of trial and error like i'm like i don't know how to operate a camera so i just hit record and then like okay editing how do i do editing and at the time we just had like windows vista and using like microsoft uh, or what was it called movie maker windows movie maker and like there was things that i wanted to do but i was limited because you know it's windows movie maker we're we're not talking high production value here we're talking, you know, basic default Windows program from, like, 2007 or something. You can get a free and, movie
0: editor on your phone that'll do better these <laughs> days.
1: Oh, yeah. Nowadays, like, it's so good. You just type in, like, video editor on Windows, and, like, holy cow, that program's awesome. Um, what's,
0: what's the one that you use uh, that's free that's really good?
1: Um, It's it's that one. Uh, Like, if you just need to do, like, clean basic edits on, like, any – your cell phone videos or just videos in general, I would recommend just doing – Video editor on on Windows. Just type it in your search oh it's bar just on Windows, called Windows, and it'll pop up. Win-
0: Windows, yeah. Oh,
1: it's built in, which is really nice. I just discovered it, and I was like, right oh, because they got rid of Movie Maker like a long time ago, and I was sort of sad about that, cause I was like, oh, nostalgia. Wow. But, um, yeah, no, this program's really more much more user friendly, and like I was limited by a lot of things, but that's where like problem solving came into play. Like, was that I, um, had to kind of look up like. Old, on the old YouTube, I'd have to look up tutorials on like, oh, how to do this thing or how to in in uh, install like this little filter or something to get this thing. I was never able to do the like sort of specialer effects that I wanted to do just for fun, but um, definitely a lot of problem solving. And and even though it was limited, it was a limited tool. I was able to kind of stretch it as far as I could um, than most people might think of using it. I guess I don't know, but yeah, like as a creative person, you're, you're a problem solver and you're a lot of things and, um, art is just problem solving, which kind of stinks, but, um, it, it is what it is.
0: Yeah. Um, I've had a lot of fun with the 3d printer and it's been very difficult for me because, you know, it's a new thing. And, uh, as an artist, like learning how to stretch yourself like that is, a uh, It's extremely important, I've found, like, whenever I... Because I would always limit myself and say, oh, I'm not going to draw hands, I'm not going to draw faces because I'm bad at them. But the moment I say, like, no, that's stupid, I need to do this, and I stretch myself, that's when I get better at them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's hard because, like, anybody just wants to be lazy. Anybody just wants to, like, not do anything or just be passive and you know like turn on tv or turn on youtube or something and just like just zone out right but um i don't know i think i think as an artist you start to get into the point where you love solving problems like it it's exciting because i feel like the more pro it's it's just like anything like i don't know it's so weird because everything's so similar to, to it to itself but like You know, the more artwork you do, the better you're going to get, right? The easier it becomes. The more times you solve problems, the easier it becomes. And so I think for me, I think it's been, like, really, like, fulfilling to feel like you solve problems, like, in your own creative process. Like, learning how to use, like, software for drawing or digital painting or, um, you know, video, like the example I showed. Um, But I I don't know. I I find myself more and more, like, looking at resources like YouTube and stuff like that as ways for me to sit down and be like, "Hey, I don't even have these problems, but oh, this is a cool video about editing or this is a cool video about drawing and it like talks about a problem that that you might face." And I'm like, "I've never faced that problem, but it's just good information to know." So, and I think TikTok as well, like there's lots of little things that are like, "Hey, here's a tip." And I'm like, "Interesting. I've never encountered that problem, but that's a really good way to solve that problem." And I I think I think as an artist you start to learn to love to be to overcome those problems and stuff but yeah for me like the 3D printer was kind of a I, I, I learned as much as I could online through YouTube and stuff and especially especially looking at the specific videos for the 3D printer Um, and I guess I wasn't as scared to construct it because before I was I remember when I first started thinking about getting a 3D printer years ago I was like oh no I don't know how to build that and I'm scared to build that because the instructions usually are not good
0: I was terrified and, constructing my, Yeah, I was so afraid I was going to mess up <laughs>
1: Yeah. Like I was like one bolt might be loose and the whole thing just goes to shreds. I don't know. But, um, this kind of goes along too. Like I had spent so much time learning about how to build a PC because I'd become fascinated with it because it, it just become like, you know, it's like more, um, like the pricing's better because long, long long-term it was a better, um, um, bang for your buck kind of thing. And so I decided to go that route instead of trying to get, you know another gaming laptop that just did not handle softwares very well as it should have and so you know just like you know a 3d print 3d printer the building a pc like taught me so much and it got me more comfortable with like hey these are expensive scary parts to potentially break but um yeah i was like more prepared to handle that because of the problem solving that i'd done beforehand with like the pc and so like i don't know it's it's been really fun and and you know, things have come up, but luckily I've had, you know, you and uh, especially another friend who's, he's like modded out his, his Ender 3D printer, like a crap ton. Uh, And he, every time I usually run into an issue, I message him about it. And he typically knows the answer. And if he doesn't, he kind of helps me walk through, be like, well, could it be this? I was like, no. And then eventually we like figure it out. But like, now I've kind of got things settled where like, I know how to do like a level, the, the, the printing surface and, how to just do a little quick test print to make sure it's all calibrated so, like, the the pressure is good for, like, printing. I don't know. But I,
0: I it's was, been good. Uh, I unfortunately didn't have a close friend that could help me. So if you look at a <laughs> lot of I'll have to swap
1: contacts with you, for, with him, because he's, he's, he knows a lot.
0: So I, I haven't figured out now. Um, but uh, my first, uh, like, majority of my first prints are missing, like, the first few layers because it was the bed wasn't level. So it was basically Ooh. the. The printer nozzle. I'll try to explain this in the simple terms ever. The printer nozzle or extruder mm-hmm. was like pressed up against the the printing bed, and so it wasn't able to push out the three D plastic material, and it was that's making like good. this clicking sound. And I'm like, ah, that's normal, right? Right. Uh, it, here's a here's a fun fact. It wasn't normal. Um, <laughs> so uh, so yeah, I've had a lot of struggles learning three D printing alone. I have an interesting question for you, Zach, though. What is yeah. the favorite out of all the things you've printed, what is your favorite thing that you've made so far with your three D oh, printer? Man. Pick oh one. man!
1: Oh um, man! I've printed both like just fun toy things, and I've also printed like more practical things for myself. Um, uh man, I think I think I, I have to pick like two. Okay, one practical is um, I think it's awesome. Oh man, it's hard to choose. Dang it! Uh, I really like my my switch grips. So I've always wanted to get it grips for the Nintendo Switch just in like handheld mode because it's obviously not ergonomical at all. It's not even comfortable. It hurts your hands after a while. And so I printed those, which I really like. Those are more practical. And then as far as like aesthetics, I I really like the... I printed off a chest from Breath of the Wild, like the Bogoblin chest thing that you usually can find I that has that. treasure in it after you... To defeat really a bunch well. of a horde of them or whatever but uh yeah, yeah those those would be like my two favorite i think f- so far
0: i think my favorite out of all the things you've made is the the pokablin chest especially because you like you went and took some really sick pictures of it and like you oh, yeah. did like some really cool cinematic shots of it and then you like you had like all the stuff for photo like like your the the little photo area that you had set up for it and you put like little mm-hmm. rocks or what was that inside there Oh, so they're just,
1: like, um, like literally from Michael's. You can find them, like, where they have, like, the fake seashells and sand and stuff. There's, like, these glass bits, and I just fill it up with, like, glass bits and stuff. Huh. And, um, yeah, like, that just comes from, like, I, I watched, like, a, uh, an artist on YouTube called uh, Daniel Schaefer. Thank goodness I remembered his name. It'd be awkward if I didn't. But, uh yeah, go check, him, check that out if you're interested in, like, um like video slash photo photography, like, just in your own house. Like, he does a lot of product um product videos and stuff and it's really interesting like the little things he talks about because like it made me realize like like you really don't need much you can just like set up a basic like i literally just used the background was the foam from the printer itself that it came in it's just like the black foam and then i just set it up on like something random and then i just had like a house plant and i just threw it in the back and i just it was just the way you light it up and I used, like, a nice. colored light as well, and, like, that was it. Like, it was super simple, but, like, you know, on camera, it looks like, whoa, that's cool. Yeah, it turned out But it's fantastic. Yeah, I freaking love it. I, I'm excited for stuff like that because, like, 3D printing opens up a whole new world for us. Like, I know you probably think of the same things that I am. Like, oh, man, I want to, like, you know, for me specifically, I'm like, I want to, because I've taken a 3D modeling class in college. Like, I was like, I want to get back into digital sculpting, and I want to. Model my my two d characters into three d and then print them as like little mini figurines or or keychains or whatever it might be and it just there's so many different possibilities, especially pairing that with like taking photos of it, which I think is super fun to take photos of like products um especially like those you know three d prints are fun but it's just it's just a whole new world and it's it's really exciting to get into
0: yeah i'm I'm so excited to keep making stuff and seeing what we both come up with um I you've made a lot of like useful useful things and things that are like really practical and I have I have been <laughs> dedicated to making asinine and pointless little <laughs> fidgets and figurines and <laughs> Legend of Zelda models. I, hey, those are
1: cool though. I, I kinda lived vicariously through you though. Before I got my printer, I had seen you print that stuff. I was like, oh, that's so cool. Like, I want to print. Like, of course, I printed, like, a toy thing first. Like, you know, just like, oh, I want a flexible, like, Velociraptor toy. That's so cool. Um, but then immediately I was like, okay, I've been saving so many things on Thingiverse for years. And I'm like, I have so many practical things I really just want.
0: Yeah, I think the only practical thing i printed is uh, it's like a holder for the Allen wrenches that the printer came with. And it, oh, like, that's good. it attaches on the backside. Uh, and you, you printed, like, a little cover for the screen on the, the printer, and I want to make that as well. But
1: Yeah, that one's good. Currently... It, it kind of, like, it's a little bit tight on the, the screen, like, the outer edge of the screen thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it fits, but it just feels like maybe it could have been, like, a little, I don't know, maybe it was just my printer. It might print differently for you, but it works still.
0: Currently, but, I am working um, on something super awesome. You know what it is i'm making oh yeah i do a helmet from the mandalorian (laughs) Um, (laughs) and it's taken a very long time so fun fact about this podcast was we're recording it very late at night because i started a print and that print took i think it was one day and 13 hours and so it was like recording day for the podcast and i was like cool let's record and then i like looked and my printer was on and i was like oh i can't record with this in the background because if it was (laughs) on it would sound like there's a microwave in the background or some people say it sounds like sirens. so if you tune into my twitch stream and you want to hear a microwave just just listen really hard when i turn the music off (laughs) and you will hear a microwave or sirens or however you want to describe it (laughs) but yeah
1: and yeah that's what i've had to been careful about too because i've been printing almost almost non-stop and um So i finally like taking a break because i was like okay we're gonna record the podcast got to make sure whatever print i'm doing today has to end by a certain time and so i printed something that lasted like seven hours to print which which is kind of surprising like i knew they took a long time to print but like once you start like picking up 3d models off of like thingiverse um and you get into your uh there's a software that basically converts it so the printer knows how to print it um because you just have the 3d model when you download it but then the the program which is called like a slicer program basically slices it into layers and and tells the path for the the printer to go to print everything and um yeah as soon as you start getting into that and you start like um importing importing a bunch of 3d models and then you say you you say slice and it starts slicing and then it gives you like the estimated time you're like oh that's 20 hours
0: it's like um maybe i won't print that one maybe i'll print that one later (laughs) see that and that's the reason I hadn't built the 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 helmet before was because I was like okay I want to make all this stupid stuff before I dedicate myself to like two weeks of just straight printing pretty much oh yeah um I think my next piece is supposed to take uh 20 hours because I'm printing the armor in 14 separate pieces but aside from the armor I think my favorite piece that I've printed personally so far is I don't I don't I think I showed it to you but it's I call it the Tux Diamond. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> it's, like, I just found, like, a model of, like, a giant crystal that just, like, fits in the palm of both my hands. But I ran out of blue filament while I was doing it, so I had to swap <sighs> the filament at the very end uh, to my cool. black filament. So it ended up giving it a black spot, and so it looks really unique, and it's just kind of cool. And my my community has kind of taken it on as, like, a uh, sacred object. They call it the tux. <laughs> the corrupted tux diamond because it has like the, the dark spot on it.
1: That's fun. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of cool stuff where people like, um, will switch out filaments at certain points. Like say you're printing like something that's flat and it just has words on it. Like they'll print the base of whatever plaque thing it is. And, and then, then we'll swap out, out the tins. filament before they get to the words or something. Or there's some printers that can do like more than one color at a time. So it can swap between them during the print, which is really nice. But yeah, the ones we have are just like single, filament which is like if like uh it's just plastic for those who don't know it's it's just like you know a spool of of plastic in um a spool
0: (laughs) yeah it's uh it's really fun yeah i think don't i i saw there's like dual extruder uh printers which basically means like the two color printers but what you can Mm -hmm. do is you can get water i think the word's water soluble filament or like water uh like filament that will dissolve in the water so you could basically have it all the supports are printed with that material whereas Mm -hmm. the rest of it will be printed just normally so then when the print's done you could just throw it in water and all of the supports will just dissolve it's amazing and it's like wow that's Um, cool you make super intricate designs like that
1: yeah and also like supports too like um if you're new to 3d printing uh, hopefully this is kind of interesting to some people but um when you 3D print something, you have to print on a surface. Like it has to build upon some sort of foundation, right? Like if you start sculpting, you put the clay on the table, right? And then you start sculpting up, but you're not you're not going to start sculpting and be like, I'm going to add the nose. And then you start sculpting it like an inch above where the clay is. And then you sculpt it and you let go and it just drops like there's no support because uh, there's the clays on the on the table. Still, it's not you haven't built it up to be that high as the nose yet. Right. And so with like 3D printing, You have to have these supports which are just extra like they're weaker um printed um plastic portions of the the model or whatever you're printing but they just kind of they kind of rip off or peel off a little bit um sometimes they're harder to take off than than other models but um yeah they just they create a support so if there's like an overhang like something uh arcs over um like 90 degrees or whatever it is i think it can print up to like 45 degree angle or something but It just creates a support so that way it has something to print on once it gets to that point where it's curving so much because otherwise it would just tip over and it would just, like, it would start printing the material but it would just string and it would just, like, fall to the ground. It would not be good.
0: Yeah, 3D printing is very cool and uh, it's been a lot of fun. I've had a lot of fun with it. Have you had a lot of fun with it, Zach? Yeah, I have. It's
1: it's been fun. I really like the experience so far, especially just, like, ooh, I can... Maybe model my own little things that I might need or something, but haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> it's only been the first week. Yes, yeah, so but um
0: our experience with three D printing, we want to relate to you guys to, to basically like starting new mediums. Um a medium is like basically a style of art. So like digital art's a medium, uh like oil painting's a medium, acrylic is a medium, uh like three D modeling's a medium. It's all like like doing a new form of art is like a, a different medium. Sometimes it can be really scary to to start a new medium or or sometimes it could be really exciting to start a new medium. But there's a lot of pitfalls that you have to look out for. And then there's a lot of, uh, there's just a lot of advice that many, not, maybe not a lot of people tell you about when you're getting into a new medium.
1: Right. Yeah, I think it, it's hard to start off with a new medium, like you said, because um, it's new. It's like you, you have no idea what you're getting into. You don't know what like materials you might need for it. Like, I mean, it could be anything like say oil painting or acrylic painting, or I guess it's <laughs> too many painting examples, but you see what I mean? Like there's, you know, other hobbies too. If you get into like, maybe like you want to fly drones or something, you got to learn about drones, how they're built together. It's just complicated and it could seem very like convoluted. Like I'm pretty sure half the stuff we were talking about with 3d just was like, okay guys, that's a little bit nerdy or something, you know, but, um, You know there's a lot of stuff you you have to pick up before you start doing like a hobby and i think for me my opinion like i really like to research things like you know the 3d printing i thoroughly researched that before i i bought it um same thing same goes with like my camera or something that i buy or my phone i always research stuff and um if it's a new hobby you know i always make sure i I understand like how things work before i decide make decisions on like what materials to buy So that way I'm I'm like, I feel like I have a a good basic understanding of, okay, first step, figure out what the heck kind of materials you need. How I'm going to do it, I don't know, but I can just start off the materials and, you know, there you go. And so, bam, step one, materials. I know how what materials to have. And then they come through the mail or whatever or the art store that you go to potentially. And, okay, now I have this new medium. Now what? Um, But I I think, too, like, You know, aside from my experience at school, it's just like, I just literally YouTube everything. Like anything you, you might need to know is, is probably on YouTube.
0: It's, it's super easy to learn a new medium if you have somebody else that's already done it. But Mm -hmm. even if you are alone in today's wonderful age of information and technology and wonderful YouTubes and, and stuff, it's super easy, at least easier to learn a medium by yourself, uh, back to the the 3d printing example like zach had his friend zach had all the research he's done throughout his whole life and zach had me who had recently gotten into it but in my example i literally it was a christmas gift right so i didn't do any prep for getting this i literally got it christmas day and then sat down and watched a bunch of videos and read a bunch of things and figured out how to do it myself and i was able to build my printer with no prior knowledge to 3d printing and totally epic yeah so like that's the wonderful thing about being an artist like these days is you can literally like if you want to learn how to do oil painting all you need is a means to get the material and then internet connection and a device and you can and will learn how to do oil painting or will you fail a lot oh you will fail so much and you will fail a lot more than if you actually had a mentor or somebody that's showing you how to do it that is physically there but you could still do it alone and that's that's super awesome and i've experienced that through digital art, through like almost everything I've done, because I'm I'm mostly self-taught. Like, all the stuff that I've learned is from from books and from YouTube videos and from picking up a few tips here and there from t- friends and stri- Twitch streamers. Um, whereas Zach like actually had like the the college education of learning art.
1: Right, and I would say too, like I I mean. I wouldn't say, like, my whole knowledge is based off of just college stuff. Because I feel like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I could have learned so much more at college, too. Like, you know, there's so many different classes I could have taken. Or I could have paid more attention at some of my classes. Um, or worked harder. Um, but I, there's so much that I've learned from YouTube. Like, even before going to college for art. Like, just so many little things that I learned from just online stuff. Like, self-taught. That, I mean, it just... I mean, take it from someone who went to school as well. Like, you can equally learn a lot online. For me, it was more about, like, the – I mean, we did already did a podcast about this. But, you know, my basic premise is, like, I need some sort of structure and someone telling me what to do because, like, you know, I kind of get through spouts of, like, oh, I want to try this this, um, art form or something and, like, practice this. And – you know, it can get kind of tricky because then I get wishy-washy and I'm like jumping from thing to thing and I'm never really focusing. And so school for me was like, Hey, I'm a professor, do what I say. And you're like, okay, focus time rather than being so wishy-washy. Like, you know, I usually am at home, like right now I'm into 3d printing, but like, who knows next week, maybe I'll be like, uh, I mean, especially since we want to paint models, I'll be like, Oh, I want to get back into painting and, and learn how to paint a 3d object. That's cool. Um, but yeah, I think, I think there's there's plenty of ways to to resource out and, and gain an education. Um, I just think it depends on the type of person you are. But yeah, new mediums definitely you can find a lot of that online. Um, I mean, what what's something that's like been scary for you to learn, Lincoln? Since you, you know, are essentially self taught.
0: Um, I've always been scared of a, <laughs> I've always been scared of Adobe After Effects. And uh, it's, oh, that's kind of an irrational fear, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's not irrational.
1: Just open up Adobe After Effects and it, yeah, it, it ensues fear.
0: The The UI is really intimidating. And uh, I, as coming from somebody who's a Premiere kid, like Adobe Premiere kid, like I, it just intimidates me. And then uh, Clip Studio Paint is also intimidating to me uh, as a Photoshop user. But I've seen cool mm-hmm. stuff that people have made with Clip Studio Paint. And I'm like, I need to just sit down and figure it out. But yeah, I guess that's the, that's one of the things that, that fear that I get scared of is like doing new, new mediums. Cause it's like, right. Your whole life, like, like for me, at least like I've, I've just doodled in pencil. And so like when I first started getting into digital art, I would get really down on myself because I'd look at my digital stuff compared to like my pencil stuff. And I'd be like, why is my pencil stuff so much better than my digital stuff? Like shouldn't shouldn't the digital art be better because i have so much more tools i have so much more control i have the undo button i have layers like i have everything that pencil doesn't have like why do my pencil drawings turn out better but (laughs) it's because i've been doing pencil stuff my whole life and like did it was like digital is new to me and so when you do a new medium a lot of the skills will translate especially between like painting and, and drawing and so it's like a lot of the basic fundamentals will transfer but you have to know each medium functions differently and each each different field of art is a is extremely different in some way shape or form and so you got to almost go into it and your first few pieces and for even like the first while that you're making stuff you don't want to expect the best out of it you just say okay I'm going to get into this new medium like like for example like I want to get back in a miniature painting and I used to do it before so me getting mm-hmm. back into it is going to be like okay like Let's have fun with this. So getting into a new medium, the purpose isn't to be like, okay, I'm really good at this. So now I'm gonna be really good at this. So it's like, I'm really good at uh, like drawing in pencil. So now I'm gonna get a digital, uh, like a digital drawing device and I'm gonna be really good at it. Um, one thing that that I've found um, like in 3D printing, well, I wouldn't necessarily have had this experience, but I could have seen how I could have had this experience. So I made a, a video on TikTok about my 3D printer. And a bunch of people were saying like, oh, can I buy your stuff? Can I buy your stuff? And I basically thought like, oh, what if I bought this 3D printer like expecting to make money? Like when you're getting into a new medium, you don't want to do it to make cash. Like if you're getting into a new medium, you got to go into it from the point of view of, look, this medium seems interesting. I'm going to get into it every penny I'm spending on this medium is practically going into the trash kit. Like I'm not going to see any of this money back. Like I'm not doing this for cash. I'm doing this for fun. What are your, what are right. your thoughts on that? Zach?
1: Yeah. Like I totally agree. Um, and and kind of going back to, I just want to like step back just to, for a hot second. Um, Cause I was interested in like what you said, like how we, we get scared. Sometimes we have fear that enters our, our minds when we're trying to do something new and I was trying to think, like, why is that? And so I, I just quickly Googled because I, I just have a web page open here. Um, and fear says, uh, as according to Google, an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. Uh, again, you know, not the perfect definition because it can kind of be different based on the situation. But with the, with the definition, but um, you know, I think it's kind of interesting to think about it because it's it's a new thing, like your body's natural reaction like if you think about like primitive feelings is like oh what's that it's a new fruit what is that or something you know you're like ah should we eat that no i'm scared of something new okay like i don't know like that's a horrible example but kind of like a primitive feeling of like uh what is this i don't understand it so fear is kind of one of those go-to jump to conclusion feelings about something you don't understand you know um, and really once you start on to learn about something, the fear goes away. Like maybe you're scared of snakes or something, but then you start to learn, oh, actually some snakes are venomous and some snakes aren't. And snakes, um, are, act, they act this way because I don't know, they're cold or something and they like to curl up. I don't know some, I don't know nothing about snakes, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just, you, once you start to learn those things, fear loses its power. you you start to replace it with knowledge and knowledge replaces fear. And I think that's, that's, you know, can stand true for most things, Um, you know, culturally or, you know, even within the art, like we're talking is just once you start learning about things, it becomes less scary because you know how it works and you've gained experience to go with that knowledge as well. And so I think, yeah, like definitely um, uh, learning about, your new medium is is essential to not be scared of it and let yourself make mistakes. Uh, It's just like, you know, why do kindergartners start off doing finger painting and they don't, like, pick up a paintbrush first? It's like, well, you got to get your your fingers in there and you just got to smear the paint around on the paper. And, you know, you kind of get to know the medium in that way. I mean, maybe we don't do that now, like, because we're, like, you know, either, you know, older or we're adults at this point. We're not gonna like you know finger paint like i guess you could like more power to you but um you know in the same way like you just gotta get your fingers dirty and you gotta like how does this work like what if i did this what if i did that and you can kind of stretch it back and forth to figure out what the limits are of your new medium and i think that's awesome um but yeah definitely getting your stuff or your supplies for your new medium definitely you're not going to see return on that um, you will I mean, if you if you like it, if you've done some of your research your preliminary research like I do, like I knew I would like 3D printing. I just didn't realize how cool it really was in person. Um, but the idea of it I liked. And so if there's something new out there that you like the idea of it, um, you you know you might be pleasantly surprised and be like even more excited about it once you actually
0: have it in your hands. Also but, if um, you're if you're a if if anybody out there listening is on the fence about buying a 3D printer, this is your sign. Buy a three D printer. The Ender <laughs> Three Pros are really good. If place you to if start. you can afford one, you know. Nope. Buy one right now. They're extremely oh, cool. You will enjoy it. They're awesome. Uh, oh no, my wallet! What? <laughs> that's pretty much what happened at work. Zach was like, "I want to buy a three D printer," and then I'm like, "You should do it." And he's like, oh, no, I don't need it." And like this, this. I'm like, Zach. I'm like, I should. Like Zach, how long have you wanted a three D printer? And you're <laughs> like, for ages. I'm like, just do it.
1: <laughs> buy the three D printer. It's not And that then I was, much. like, yelling at t- at Lincoln. I was like, you're making me do this. Look what you made me do. But I was like, no, just kidding. I wanted an excuse. I wanted a hiatus. Yeah, joke's on or, you. I got a, a commission hiatus. on that.
0: Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs>
1: I wish. But, yeah, like, I think you're definitely not going to see any returns on that. Like, it's more about, like, the experience. You know, the problem solving, the phases you go through of learning a new thing, and then feeling confident and feeling like you've kind of, like, uh, conquered it in a way like it's a good feeling you're like ha i finally mastered how to do watercolor like that's awesome i'm never going i mean to conquer no one really has effects. reached that level but you know what i mean like y- you have your little small wins and you're like that's awesome i feel good and i want to keep growing and experimenting with it but you know I, i'm always in the belief that eventually one day it'll pay off because you know if if you're creative like like us like which most people are and you start getting into other mediums and other sorts of things like you're going to become successful because it's like if you put an amount of hours into it you're going to eventually fu- run into something where you're like oh that's actually profitable maybe like you know from an entrepreneurial perspective um i don't know but it, it really does kind of sort of pay for itself because it just it's such a pleasure to do stuff like that but definitely financially it's like yeah you're not going to see that money again <laughs> but it's fun and you know if, if for me it's like the justification of it too is like oh cool i can like print stuff for for friends or if i like want to print something for my family or something that's awesome if i want to 3d print my own stuff and try to sell it then that's cool too um so there's like a lot of reasons for me to 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 own one but i'm that's just me
0: and i will forever and probably afraid Lincoln of adobe after effects and i will never conquer my fear and it will always be there to oppose me
1: <laughs> no you can do it yeah, After Effects is scary, though. Like, I was so scared of it because I was introduced to it by, like, a guy who did animation. Um, and he was like, oh, because he basically introduced me to, like, the concept of... They're called keyframes, but they're just basically, like, you know, the frames. Uh, it, you, you tell something to do, hey, from here's a dot and here's another dot. This dot be at this position. At this dot be at another position. And then it does the trans transition for you, so it just... Translates walks what other place. object you're trying to do to that position automatically, so you don't have to actually like go frame by frame. But you have these keyframes that you can use. But yeah, he introduced me to that, and I was like, oh, okay, not so scary. I understand that principle now. But there's just so much to do, and it's like super daunting.
0: It's super great, but for reals though, like as people, especially today, like you can literally learn anything. Like if you have like a art form that you have wanted to learn like forever like just go mm-hmm. for it Like there's always a way to overcome whatever limitation struggle anything that you have for art and like you can do this there's so many amazing resources for education online that are completely free namely YouTube um, there's so many like just online articles like just learn how to google questions like learn how to to google questions with keywords like any question you have about any aspect of art like like what what size should my photoshop canvas be like boom and then you'll find articles and just it's 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 awesome and learning learning is such an amazing thing and i've learned so much through throughout all of content creation and throughout just my art journey which i feel like i've only really started like halfway through this year oh yeah same but but you guys got this. We believe in yeah. you. Yeah. I mean Zach got you?
1: Yeah. And just think of all the cool things. Like even if it's the simplest thing, you're like, oh, I want to try doing watercolor or something. I don't know. But it's like you know, it's such a simple little advancement of just like, oh, they're different types of paints or something. But you know, imagine all the cool things that you learned from that that you can I mean, later down the road I, I found it multiple times with like any sort of medium and stuff that I'm doing I learned different techniques or ways to experiment. Like there's a whole class I took where it was like media experimentation because you need to be exposed to all the different forms of mediums. Like there's like gouache and there's other things and there's even different processes to make like I don't know, it was like this weirdest thing where you'd paint um you would paint a foundation layer and then you put like packaging tape over top of the canvas and then you would paint over top of it again, but then you'd scrape some of the paint away to reveal what was underneath it. So like weird stuff like that where it just makes you think different, and they're like watercolor as well, you have to think backwards because you don't really have white paint, so you have to make sure the parts that are lighter or that you want to keep white on the page have to be not painted on, and you have to keep those clean. So that's kind of a different way of thinking. So all these different things that you, you, you learn with these different mediums, you can sometimes utilize that kind of problem solving or thinking process um in other things and so i found that a lot too with like making videos too it's like oh i know this one effect oh i could actually apply this to to do this or something that i have a cool idea for i don't know but um it's just so cool that you know every little hobby or thing that you pick up and you put you get to put on your tool belt and you get to use that any time to solve other problems and So it's just like a Swiss army knife of, of hobbies and skills. And it's, it's fun. It's what makes you a talented problem solving artist.
0: So our challenge to you guys this week is to research that new medium you've always been interested about, but have never taken the leap. Look, look into it, figure out the, like, see how cheap it'll be to get into it. Figure out a a pretty simple way that you can get into it. And if you can just go for it. Experimentation is key in all this. Just going and trying and doing is one of the best ways to learn mediums, but don't get out of hand because if you try too many things, it will be very costly. Um, <laughs> for example, I recently bought... one
1: at a time is most is most likely recommended.
0: <laughs> yes, I I like, am in that box of just trying new hobbies every single month. Basically, like I swear, every <laughs> month I have two new hobbies.
1: You may as well just subscribe to like some sort of uh, service that ships a box with a new hobby in it oh that's actually a good
0: idea i i should start that
1: write that one down actually i mean that's basically like there's some subscription places that are like that already like that send you like paint supplies and stuff and art supplies so they just give you like a random little project with some art supplies my, so it can be kind of interesting my
0: next uh, i think they're
1: called like art snacks or
0: something my next sponsor uh, us. my <laughs> next escapade or a creative adventure is uh, cosplay i bought like a link cosplay and so i'm excited to do that and try and get into cosplay photography so more on That'd that cool. later <laughs> yeah but uh thank you guys so much for listening uh, we've had an awesome new year so far this is the second episode of the year yes second episode of the year yeah second so. episode already that's, inc- Crazy. that's incredible episode 6 thank you guys so much for sticking with us till the end here we really appreciate you guys who watch until the very end and, and absorb all this amazing knowledge and we hope you guys excuse me we hope you guys can improve every single day and become better people so thank you so much we love you guys Zach do you have anything else to say
1: No. Nope just we love you guys and we're we're grateful that you guys are out there. I mean, this has been one of the most incredible things I've ever been a part of. It just I mean, we're just barely starting, but it just I can feel it. I can feel the momentum going and it's it's so exciting to be able to talk about art every week and and you know, get together with all of you guys and hear your thoughts too in the comments and everything and it's just great. And um thank you guys for the support. We we really appreciate it. Like I don't I don't know if you guys understand how much it means to us to to feel like there's some somebody out there that's like waiting to listen to the podcast or something it's just it makes you feel like what you're doing is like worthwhile and it's it it brings so much more meaning to what you're doing and we just we're so grateful for that
0: so yeah hope you guys have a great week uh i'm tux uh all and i'm zach and and he's zach and all our links are going to be in the, the 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 description So if you want to check out our stuff, check out there if you already don't know who we are. Um, But thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye, see you guys.